Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Today on the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Two more drownings in our area in a summer season already full of tragedy and hurting for lifeguards. A shortage of lifeguards forces the city parks department to cancel its swim programs at outdoor pools. There are real challenges on that front. I'm Marla Diamond in East Harlem. Transportation reporter Steve Burns will look at restrictions coming to the crumbling BQE near the Brooklyn Bridge. Racist road rage rant caught on video. You'll never be white. I'm Sean Adams in Newburgh. And we'll say goodbye to the web browser we love to hate. And we'll relive the Mets' midnight massacre in our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds and Sound. And welcome to Wednesday morning. It's the 15th day of June. Craig Allen says it's going to be a nice day today. Bright and sunny with a high 80 to 85. Comfortable in 70s by the shore. Two people cooling off in a New Jersey lake apparently got tangled in underwater vegetation. A 17-year-old and a 20-year-old were seen swimming at Mine Hill Beach. This is in Morris County around 5 p.m. Divers from Wharton, Roxbury, and Randolph searched the lake for hours and eventually came across both of the bodies. Someone saved a two-year-old from drowning in a backyard pool in Center Reach, Long Island last evening. It's not known how long the toddler was in the water when he was pulled out, not breathing. Reports have him in serious condition at Stony Brook University Hospital. This has been a particularly bad year for drownings, with nine in New Jersey and several more in New York. New York City public pools will limit their activities this year because they just can't find enough lifeguards. Marla Diamond is in East Harlem with the word coming in just last night from the Parks Department. So, Marla, what is the latest on this? Yeah, an unfortunate tweet last night from the Parks Department, Paul. New York City pools open June 28th, and while they will open for swimming this summer, they will not open for their popular swim programs. The City Parks Department has canceled lap swim, senior swim, and learn to swim programs at outdoor pools this summer. We spoke to Parks Department Commissioner Susan Donahue about it on the day the beaches opened last month. Across the country, we're dealing with a national lifeguard shortage, so there are real challenges on that front. Outdoor pools will remain open each day for general swim from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. and from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. Donahue says they do not have a shortage of lifeguards for the city's beaches. Marla, why has it been so hard, though, to find these lifeguards and hire them? Well, we, this is a nationwide problem that we've been reporting on. It obviously... Uh, 
somewhat caused by the closure of many pools during the pandemic, but the head of aquatics at the YMCA tells me that pools and beaches were actually shedding lifeguards before the pandemic, and it is really tough now to attract new ones. While it is a life-saving uh, position that requires a lot of training, these lifeguards are not paid very well. Many pools rely on seasonal help, and teenagers are finding higher-paying jobs elsewhere. Marla Diamond this morning on that story. Kathy Hochul, who's been governor for less than a year, falling into the job when Andrew Cuomo resigned in scandal. New York City Mayor Eric Adams says in that time she has shown that she cares about the city, about improving safety, housing, child care, and making the city more affordable. So today, he will endorse her. And she runs for a full term as New York's first female governor. The primary is June 28th. That's just two Tuesdays away. Mayor Adams will retain control of Rikers Island for now. A U.S. District Court judge yesterday put off a federal takeover for at least five more months, giving the city time to fix what is clearly a mess. The latest, a lack of bathrooms is forcing inmates to urinate on the floor, according to a member of the Board of Correction who saw it for himself. Up next, an off-duty cop had to fight off a driver coming at him with a box cutter. This in a road rage case that is now... Something for the hate crime squad. And Sean Adams joins us from Newburgh. Sean, good morning. What happened? Well, seething with anger, filled with hate, this uh, belligerent man went on a racist rant during a road rage incident, and it was all caught on camera. That be white. You'll never be white. Newburgh police have charged 60-year-old William Ryan with a hate crime. Saturday, he allegedly menaced a father and son who are African-American. It started on Broadway, carried over into a parking lot. In the video, uh, he's seen lunging with a box cutter. Robert McLemore is actually a, a police lieutenant in Wallkill. He's a minister, and he told CBS2. I do want him to face the consequences of his actions, but at the same time, on my spiritual side, I forgive him for what he's done. Um, but he does have to, you know, face the consequences. During this hate-filled tirade, Ryan claimed to be a state trooper. He is not a law enforcement officer. Paul, Wayne. Now to the Weather Center. The latest on the forecast. Craig out. it's a beauty out there today. It is, once again, 67 right now, and uh, the humidity is at 70%. Temperatures this afternoon will climb to near or a little above 80 and then fall back into the 70s along the shore with sea breezes later this afternoon. But nice and bright and sunny and tonight's low, 65 to 70, 60 to 65 for some suburbs. Tomorrow, not as nice. Variably cloudy. There's a pretty good chance for a shower or a thunderstorm just about any time. But uh, some of the ones that come along during the late day into tomorrow evening could be heavy. High tomorrow, 75 to 80 because of this. So a little bit below or a little lower than uh, what we're looking at today. Friday will turn out to be a very warm afternoon, 85 to 90 degrees, and there still may be an isolated thunderstorm. But the weekend's looking pretty good. 67 now and the humidity, 72%. Well, we know that the BQE is outdated and deteriorating and not getting any younger. And so before something really bad happens, a plan is coming together to transform that cantilever structure in Brooklyn Heights. Our transportation guy, Steve Burns, asked locals what they're dealing with there. The tremors are being felt all around Brooklyn Heights as cars and trucks rumble through this crumbling 70-year-old structure. Oh, every, every day I hear from neighbors who have, you know, glasses on their shelves that are shaking, uh, cracks in their brownstone walls, serious impacts from a BQE that is failing us. City Council Member Lincoln Ressler. The city's looked at a multitude of plans to fix the structure, but now Mayor Adams is hitting reset, promising to reimagine the entire corridor. No plan is gonna be shut down our throat. 
we are going to have real agency as a community in crafting a plan. But time is of the essence. A panel of experts found trucks might need to be restricted from the highway in just a few years if nothing changes. So we need swift, immediate, bold action by the mayor. In Brooklyn Heights, Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. Amtrak's Acela trains will finally be able to reach speeds of 150 miles an hour in New Jersey, but only on a 16 mile run between the Brunswicks. The track, the power, and the overhead wires and the signals have all been redone all aboard. So long, Internet Explorer. The browser retires today. No more support. You know, for a while there in the early 2000s, its market share was more than 90%. But users found faster browsers that didn't crash quite as often. Now they're going to make us get rid of CompuServe next. (laughs) Good morning. It's Wednesday. It's the Morning News Roundup. I'm Paul Verdain. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning from me. And here are three things to know. Connecticut is suing the maker of hefty trash bags for deception, saying the plastic bags are not actually recyclable. The second thing to know this morning, online real estate brokerage Redfin is laying off 8% of its employees because the housing market is really cooling off. Number three, maybe some evidence of that. Yankee great Mariano Rivera, who paid 5.7 for his home and 5.7 million for his home in Rye in 06, is now listing it at a mere 3.8. Now our WCBS News Radio 88 seconds in sound for this date, June 15th. Make no mistake, this is a seismic shift in the culture of how the NYPD polices this great city. 2020, Police Commissioner Dermot Shea disbands the plainclothes anti-crime police unit. I think it's time to move forward and change how we police in this city. We can move away from brute force. And it is lost on no one, certainly not the people that live in the neighborhoods that we serve, that endure being stopped. But as crime surged, Mayor Eric Adams would bring back that unit, only this time wearing uniforms. The New York Mets had traded Tom Seaver, the best pitcher in baseball. Say it isn't so. 1977, what would become known as the Mets Midnight Massacre. This morning, Seaver rode in a limousine to Shea Stadium to clear out his locker and to say farewell. Ordered here by ABC News. Tom Seaver, young, handsome, strong, a reader of great American novels, and a theater and opera buff. Tom Seaver became a symbol of all that Americans like best about baseball. For a decade, he has been the best pitcher in the game. But recently, when he tried to renegotiate his contract, he clashed with the team's corporate leader, a stockbroker named M. Donald Grant. Mr. Seaver wanted to be traded. I've had many threatening calls. I've been told not to get into my automobile. I've been told not to go to my office. So Tom Seaver won't be on the mound here for the Mets any longer. But what's remarkable is that he is going not because he has passed his prime, but because in the final inning here, neither the star of the team nor the chairman of the board would back down. Well, the cynics were saying today, it reminds you that baseball is a business. That's a true fact of American life. But there's another true fact of American life. Not all businessmen are very smart. 1992, the famous vice presidential potato incident. Potato. With Dan Quayle telling a Trenton school kid, potato has an E at the end. Quayle never heard the end of that. This date brought us two of the greatest songs ever. Once upon a time, you dressed so fine. Do the bumps of dime in your prime. Then you... Dylan in 65 recorded like a Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone magazine's greatest song of all time. And in 73, 
Marvin Gaye released this classic. This is June 15th. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.